0: Settle up your horses. Starting out this morning in the usual way. Well, welcome,
1: everyone, to the Robin Walter Show. God bless you all. I have to tell you, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back because it's too early yet. I'm praying that this program just goes well like we have been working on this week. I actually went to a training session at a Mac Center to try to learn how some of this stuff better. And even sat next to a guy who wanted to hear the program. And he left and he went away and then texted me later and told me how much he hated it. (laughs) Hey, this is the world we are living in, right? Having done all to stand, you just got to stand. While we've got a lot to fit in today, I'm going to kind of cover the waterfront, the first portion of this uh, program. However, uh, the second half of the program, or thereabouts, we're going to cover some stuff that you will just simply not believe. I, I mean, it's, it's, uh, sci- it was science fiction, Twenty years ago, but today it's honestly it is without question energized, fueled, um, what inspired by demonic forces, and you just need to know about it. Uh, before I go any further, though, if you have any question, but what uh, Christians will be here during the tribulation. There is no pre-tribulation rapture, I'm just telling you. Please go to amazon.com. My book is now available, The Rapture Revisited: Finally a Lawyer Takes a Look at End-Time Events. The Rapture Revisited: Finally a Lawyer Takes a Look at End-Time Events. It's going to cost you 12.95 and I want to tell you 3 bucks of that 13 comes back this direction and all 3 bucks goes right straight into radio time. I take zero. Just want to let you know that. I'm trying to make myself out to be a hero. I'm just letting you know that's how important getting this book is out to me and how much I think people need to read it. So let's launch here. I'm going to start light. We're going to pick up speed, as always. Biden's administration just now appoints Ron Klein's wife, who uh, Ron Klein's is chief of staff, to be the uh, diplomat for biodiversity and water resources. They think like, who cares, what's the point? This is basically the diplomat, as Breitbart says, for plants and animals. A new position made up, more taxpayers' expense for something totally wasteful, totally irrelevant, and frankly, just something used or will be used to further take rights from us and to bring us under the control of Joe Der Fuhrer Biden and his uh, Democrat successor, if they continue on. Biodiversity and uh, water resources, otherwise known, plants and animals. But moving on to something a little more exciting this Georgia Maloney, the woman who's slated to be the first female Italian prime minister, which you've probably read about. But what I find really intriguing about her, and I'm going to read a bit of from her speech. Now, they call her the far right party. I don't know how far right you can get before you're too far right, because I think right is right, left is wrong. But listen to why the media is calling her far right, extremist. She said in a speech here, a raucous one, because people love this woman. She said, I say yes to the natural family, no to the LGBT lobby, no to gender ideology, no to Islamist violence, yes to secure borders, no to mass migration, no to big international finance and no to the bureaucrats of Brussels, end quote. The bureaucrats of Brussels, of course, are the EU, or is the EU. You know what? She said, this is far right. This is the United States, maybe 30, 40, well, maybe closer to 50 years ago. Yes to the natural family, no to the LGBT Q-R-S-T-V-W-X-Y-Z lobby no to gender ideology, no to Islamist violence, yes to secure borders, no to mass migration, no to big international finance, and no to the EU. We didn't join it. This was mainstream American politics. More than no, it was mainstream American policy. That's more important. A few decades ago, and now it's considered far right. The EU is apoplectic over this so we're not going to turn back the years well i'll tell you what if you've got to go back to get things right if you got to if you're going down the wrong road what's progress progress is turning around and going backwards to get to where you went off on on the wrong road but they are calling this oh my gosh i mean it's just it's hard to believe just how far and fast the world has gone of course, they call this hate speech and everything else. But here's the deal: the the fact is that this is truth. This is truth. All the stuff that she is saying no to—that stuff—is a misinformation. That's the stuff that is from the pit of hell. Well, okay, I, I she's not quite. I, I would go further on the story. She's not quite prime minister yet. She actually has to be appointed in a manner which seems like it's a done deal, but I don't want to get too carried away with her just yet. But they're calling her uh, Mussolini reincarnated. i got to tell you something. Mussolini, as bad as he was, didn't say yes uh, to an unnatural family. He wasn't saying yes to the LGBT lobby. Maybe Hitler did and gender ideology. I mean, goodness sakes, Mussolini had more common sense than most, if not all, Democrats today. Was he a loser in some respects? Absolutely. To the extent that he was uh, anti-Jew, that was absolutely wrong. But he didn't do this crap that the left does in this country. Taxpayer-funded organization promoting trans-identity for two-year-olds. This organization is called Zero to Three. It's promoting the tranny identity for two-year-olds. It's bad. That's horrible. That's sick. And what's worse than just sick is that we, you, I, and other taxpayers have given them $230 million of our money, to promote crap from hell, the whole tranny ideology. I mean, that's what our money's going for these days. And then, uh, who is that pastor? Mark Driscoll, I think it is. Pretty famous pastor. He gets yanked off YouTube, or was it Twitter? doesn't matter. They're one and the same. Because he had the audacity to say that men can't have babies which we obviously we know to be obvious goodness sakes why should we even have to talk about this stuff because the left is out there saying men can have you don't want to know what real misinformation is what real disinformation is it's a whack jobs graduating from whack job universities that say men can have babies you want to talk about misinformation that's misinformation goodness sakes, disinformation, malinformation, malbeing bad. Does it get any better in this program? No, not really. Um, (laughs) Hey, I will let you know, though, uh, this Sunday, I'm going to be preaching at the Fire Rock Church in Wickenburg, Arizona, also known as a cowboy church. And next week, I will tell you what the link is if you'd like to pick it up and watch the message. It's a message not for the faint of heart. I am not radically different in the pulpit than I am on the air. I just have more scripture involved. But the issues are by and large the same. So I want to switch here, which I know has gotten a lot of of press coverage. But I want to touch on something that the mainstream media doesn't touch this at all because it embarrasses them. They're not going to shine a flashlight under their nasty refrigerator. But even Fox and Newsmax don't cover this. I'm talking about the FBI SWAT raid home of the Catholic pro life activist while his screaming children are watching where the 25 to 30 um, ministers of terror, otherwise known as the FBI, show up at Mark Houck's home in rural Pennsylvania with the screaming children, guns pointed, long rifles, SWAT gear on, because he allegedly pushed somebody trying to get into a baby-killing factory, an abortion clinic. This is... The FBI, I have no respect for them at all. Not after the Trump raid, after this. This is ridiculous. So Mrs. Howe comes out and said that there was a SWAT raid of her home with 25 to 30 FBI agents. They show up. They got the flak jack vests on. They got helmets on. They got long guns. are pointed at the kids, at the guy who pushed somebody allegedly who – volunteered to come out and be peacefully arrested. They didn't want to make it peaceful. They wanted a scene. So what does the FBI in their press release come out and say? Do you know what their defense was? Maybe you've heard this. I have not. If you have, I'm sorry. I'll be repeating it. Her defense was a SWAT team did not show up at the home of the hawks in rural Pennsylvania. And the way that the press release read, it read with a complete intimation, complete implication that this was a lie by the hawks, by Mrs. Hawke in particular. And you know what that woman, I don't know what her name was, the spokeswoman for the FBI Sorry, it sounds disparaging. I disparage anybody who lies for the government, lies against the American people, terrorizes, uses uh, an agency of the federal government meant for law enforcement and all they do is enforce non-laws and terrorize otherwise innocent citizens or people who are so remote so re- so removed from any serious crime to show up with long guns, loaded flakjack vests. You know what her lie was what she's 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 trying to create the impression that there was no raid the reason she could say a SWAT team didn't show up was because technically these thugs from the federal government were not a SWAT team they weren't technically designated as a SWAT team no they were just apparently ordinary FBI thugs out to terrorize essentially innocent people and seven children. That was her defense. It wasn't a SWAT team. Did she ever deny that there were between 25 and 30 of them? No. Did she ever deny that they were suited up in helmets and flakjack vests? No. Did she ever deny that they all had long guns or many of them had guns? No. Did she ever deny that some of the guns ended up pointed at the kids who are terrorized and screaming inside? No, all she did, all she did was simply deny that it was a SWAT team. But in the process of doing so, created the obvious impression that the Hawks were lying. You know, there was a time when I wanted to be an FBI agent. I can't believe I ultimately... I, eventually threw away the letter I had from J. Edgar Hoover that I wrote to him personally, telling him how much I wanted to be in the FBI when I was nine years old. And I got a letter back from him. Now, maybe it was stamped to look like his signature. It was a blue ink thing. Could they do that back in the late 50s, early 60s? I don't know. And I'm sure there's many great FBI agents that don't suck like the ones at the top but unfortunately you got a whole bunch of them that that have to obey orders otherwise known as orders from their superiors to go terrorize decent people in other words we are part of the democrat let's stay in charge brigade forever and deny people effectively the right to change governments we are the knight of the long knives in action and you saw that in Pennsylvania. Next, uh, this is interesting. So Donald Trump offers to negotiate or attempt to ne- go- negotiate a deal between Russia and Ukraine. And uh, I just got to say... There- this is potentially brilliant, and it is also at the same time extremely risky. First of all, it's brilliant to have made the offer. Now they might they're not going to take him up on it, but it was brilliant to have made the offer because it puts Joe back on his heels um no, it puts him back in his lounge chair. no, it puts him back in his basement where he plays with the trains. To think about, what do I do now? Is he thinking about it? Of course not. Other people tell Joey No Brains what to think. No, they can't even tell him what to think because he can't think. They only tell him what to say. But the fact is, he hasn't done anything. American negotiators, this administrator, Anthony Blinken, right on down, they haven't done jack squat crap diddly to bring that to an end. So wouldn't you think that a right mind would accept on behalf of the American people, on behalf of the Ukrainians, on behalf of the Russian people who are getting to hate Putin and the the burden that war has become on the Russian people? Wouldn't any right-minded person without a sense of pride so big that it fills the entirety of the universe would say, yeah, Donald, do what you can do. We're right. We're behind you, pal. Of course... The risk is high for the Democrats because if he pulls it off, he's president in 2024, and they sure can't risk that. So it was brilliant to offer it, but if they actually then did accept his offer, I can tell you what Biden and his Democrats will do. They'll sabotage the whole process. Absolutely. They will sabotage it to make sure his efforts fail, and therein lies the risk. To offer to do it and not succeed would spell doom for 2024, even though the reason it would be doomed is because all the shenanigans, all the stuff that the deep slime bags in Washington would do to sabotage the effectiveness of Trump's Efforts. Oh, my goodness. So Joe Biden the other day, maybe you heard this. Uh, he uh, came out and said in a speech, that's really pretty interesting, that um, he admitted that AR-15s and AK-47s and other gra- guns that Democrats call assault weapons are designed to defend people. To def- He said, these guns, there's no reason to have them. The reason to have them is bizarre. But they're, they're designed to defend people and to defend America. This bozo brain. Look, he, he's, he's got to be scripted because he has no intelligent thought. This guy is pushing for artificial intelligence to be subsidized by the federal government, probably because he's going to be the first one in line. No doubt. But so he's got to be scripted, but he can't stay on script. He can't read the script. As one party said, I, I thought this was priceless. Quote, Biden accidentally stumbled into the meaning of the Second Amendment. <laughs> I don't have the name of who said that, but man, kudos to you, pal, or gal, whoever. Um, I thought that was great. He says, these guns are designed to defend people, to defend America. So he made the point that I have been making for ad nauseum for over a decade. How can a gun be called an assault weapon unless that, when that weapon is the weapon used to defend the president, the vice president, the secretary of state, right on down the line? Who's the president planning on assaulting that his guards need assault weapons? Who's the vice president planning on assaulting? Or the speaker of the house, whoever, second, whoever else has armed security details whenever they go someplace? Who are they planning to kill? What school are they planning to shoot up? What Jewish congregation are they planning to go in and blow people apart? They say, well no, it's for defense. Exactly. That's our point. And Biden just admitted it. How can an assault weapon that's used to defend people be categorically defined as an assault weapon? I'll tell you how. It's only an assault weapon, it's in the hands of the people that democrats hate. Law abiding red blooded Americans. That's who he hates. In the hands of his Democrats, he loves assault weapons because they really are only partly for defense. Do you really think those 25 to 30 FBI agents with their assault rifles at the Howcomb in Pennsylvania were there with a man who's never displayed any act of violence with respect to a weapon, an alleged shoving of a an abortion advocate who was harassing him, I might add, do you think that guy in his rural home with his wife and his seven kids, do you really think that their assault weapons were there to defend themselves? Seriously? I don't know. I don't think so. Just lies, lies, and more lies. Well, a couple of other little things here, and then we're going to move on to some stuff. The blow you away part of the program. Massachusetts School District promotes a book that teaches kids now how to use gay sex apps on their phone. This is the school district telling those poor guinea pigs, Those poor lab rats called our children in Massachusetts, how to perform queer sex, anal sex, fisting, all the stuff that God calls, not just licentious, but abominable, what God does and calls things that those who commit it were deserving of death. That's right. They're to be executed. That was what happened. You had sex with an animal, bestiality, the animal got killed. Poor sucker. He he was the victim. This book goes on to condemn schools for only teaching about straight sex. Discusses how readers should not use Vaseline and baby oil in conjunction with condoms during queer sex. Referring to anal sex as bum fun. Fun. These people are the pit of hell. Massachusetts school district officials should be locked up, throw away the key, and if you find out that these school officials have sodomized any of the kids, they deserve the death penalty. Pure and simple. California, the abortion capital now of the world. And Gavin Grusom, proud of it. He signed over, he signed 40 climate change bills last week, 40. Now, what's amazing is to sign, fine, f- sign 40 climate change bills when the climate isn't changing. But then you've got the schools out there that you can get degrees in evolution, which didn't happen. And you can get, you can get all these worthless degrees and things that didn't happen. What was that Ronald Reagan um, comment? Oh, gosh, I shouldn't have even brought it up if I couldn't remember it. It was something to the effect. Maybe you can write me show at gmail.com, robinwaltershow at gmail.com. I can't think of what it was he said, but it was something to the effect that about it. Um, it wasn't that Democrats lie. It's just that they 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 tell stories about things that never happened or something like that. Help me, folks, with that one. Uh, gosh, I, I shouldn't do that. Bring it up. But um, Gavin Grusom isn't stopping with that. He signed Assembly Bill 351, known as the Cemetery and Funeral Act, on this past Sunday. What it does is it legalizes human composting. In California. I'm not kidding. The law allows for human cadavers to be used as garden soil in growing food for human consumption. The process for converting... I'm reading here now from the the news uh, news, uh, story for it. The process for converting dead human bodies into soil, an approach known as natural... Organic reduction involves placing bodies into a coffin-like vessel and mixing them with natural materials and air in a reduction chamber. The body is periodically turned. Hey, Harry, he's done on that side. Turn him over. The body is periodically turned, eventually resulting in its reduction to the soil material, which then is placed in gardens to grow the food that you and I are supposed to eat uh, was not somebody else is going to have to come? Wasn't it Soylent Green, that crazy movie from a gazillion years ago about people waking up and or somewhere finding out they've been eating dead people? There's California. You see, now there, here's a bit of irony. I just thought of this. California was the the state, because there was a lack of ground and burial space, was strongly, and has for a long time, encouraged people to cremate. Now, I know a lot of listeners on here probably cremated spouses and relatives and so forth. I am not a big fan of cremation. I don't like it. I don't think the Bible supports it. I don't want to do a program on it until I really have my arms so around it that I can speak as a, uh, as I would do a jury wanting a twelve zero uh conviction or verdict. I don't like it. I just don't like it. Burning people is kind of what happens in hell. I just don't like it. Sorry if I've offended you, but rethink that process. Um, I don't know that there's anything spiritually w- that involves a person who's dead, they're dead, right? They are in heaven or they're in hell. Um, And purgatory is not an option. But California was the state that was discouraging burials. They were encouraging cremation. Now they apparently have flipped the switch and they're not encouraging cremation now because they want the human waste, and I don't mean defecation, of course, the human waste involved with the decaying of a body in a chamber mixed with soil so that when the body is toast, totally toasted, it's now fertilizer. This is sick. But that state's been sick. Party asked me the other day, what would it take to get you to move back to California? I'll tell you, nothing. No. Everything. No. What it would require is that I wake up some morning and there is a note on my kitchen table written by God himself. Flawless penmanship. Maybe it's typed out. It said, I've called you over to Macedonia. That's what it would take. Would I obey? Of course I would. So anyway, I think I already talked about Mark Driscoll. I think I I think I did. after him. We're going to uh, break here in just a minute but when we come back we're going to talk about something I touched on a few weeks ago about an executive odor of Joe Biden's and then we're going to go to the World Economic Forum with something that should chill you to the bone when you hear this about what is planned for your future and my future. The Antichrist just simply Cannot be very far away. Is he alive right now today? He very well may be. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Robin Walter Show.
0: The Robin Walter Show is a listener-supported program. Your contribution goes to help as many people as possible to hear that the Word of God has answers to help you survive and even thrive in the dark days ahead in this country. We pledge to bring you the critical information you need to make informed decisions in this age where big tech and big media have conspired to rid our country of everything Christian. Please send your support to the Robin Walter Show. P.O. Box 99, Wickenburg, Arizona, 85358. Or go to robinwalter.net and use PayPal. That's The Robin Walter Show. P.O. Box 99, Wickenburg, Arizona, 85358. Or robinwalter.net and use PayPal. Thank you.
1: We are back. This is Robin Walters show. About three weeks ago, uh, I think it was three weeks ago, I talked briefly about an executive order that Biden signed. It was the one with a 17-word title, The Executive Order on Advancing Biotechnology and Biomanufacturing Innovation for a Sustainable, Safe, and Secure American Bioeconomy. Now, the executive order came with about... Fifteen definitions for the words biomanufacturing, bioeconomy, biotechnology. It's probably where Gavin Newsom got the idea about uh, uh, human composting. Well, we touched on it, then I talked about it. I did quote from it. And I've had several people send me uh, the same article, actually. Maybe they didn't hear the program, but that's fine but it seemed as though I need to go back to this piece to launch forward into what has come out subsequent to then from the World Economic Forum. So when Biden signed this, I mean, this is a kind of thing, kind of speech that is using a bunch of words. Nobody knows what they mean. He doesn't know what they mean. But he signed this document, the executive order, on advancing biotechnology and biomanufacturing innovation for a sustainable, safe, and secure American bioeconomy. And because it has a lot of scientific jargon in it, which I'm actually rather amazed he could pronounce most of that stuff. I'm sure he practiced in his basement. But it's filled with scientific language, one of the reasons why a lot of people wouldn't grasp it and a lot of people wouldn't care. Me included for the most part. I, I don't just, just don't, I just don't find that riveting. Until a couple of weeks ago, I had seen this article by Leo Holman and dealing with, well, what is really in this? What is this really saying? Well, a woman by the name of Karen Kingston, who is a former Pfizer employee, currently an analyst for a pharmaceutical and medical device company gave the interpretation without equivocation as to what Biden was saying or what the people speaking through Biden were saying, this what the spirits who are ordering Joe Biden were saying through his mouth. She said, Kingston said this in a Twitter post. She said, quote, Let me read between the lines for America. Biden's September 12, 2022 executive order declares that Americans must surrender all human rights that stand in the way of transhumanism. Clinical trial safety standards and informed consent will be eradicated as they stand in the way of universally unleashing gene editing technologies needed to merge humans with artificial intelligence. Which, as I said before, I'm inserting this, uh, Joe Biden could use some. But that aside, in order to achieve the societal goals of the new world order, crimes against humanity are not only legal, but mandatory. Did you catch that? Crimes against humanity under the New World Order, are not only to be legal, but mandatory. What Joe said is this, as follows, quote, We need to develop genetic engineering technologies and techniques to be able to write circuitry for cells. Cells? What cells? Computer cells? No, no. Human cells. And predictably program biology there's no biology involved in computers is there in the same way in which we write software and program computers including through computing tools and artificial intelligence end quote so what he's saying is we need to be able to proc- uh, we need to be able to program living things biology cells people in the same way in which we write software and program computers Well, what do you do when you write a program uh, for a computer? You have inserted into the computer via the software. This is I talking. You've inserted into the computer the technology necessary to be able to tell the computer what to do. So what Joe is saying here is that the artificial intelligence writing circuitry for cells, which are inside people, and biology, which is part of all living things, to be able to tell all those living things and the people what they need to do. Which goes back to that Harari comment, which we've talked about several times, the uh, main advisor to Klaus Schwab at the World Economic Forum. He said, you're looking ahead. If you think that who you vote for is going to be your decision, forget it. Those days are over. You'll be wired. We will not no longer just have to surveil you from the outside. We will have internal surveillance. surveillance. That's what he said. Without any equivocation, with all the authority, certainty that one could muster. It wasn't possibly, it wasn't maybe, it wasn't someday, it wasn't in a galaxy far, far away, in the way, way, way in the future. No, it's very near and very soon. And Joe no brains, one who's really, truly in need of some intelligence, just said it. Patrick Wood, an economist and author of several books, said, quote, The transhumanists within Big Pharma have completely taken over government policy and taxpayer funds to promote their own anti-human agenda of hacking the software of life. It also clearly demonstrates who has the power and who sets the policies in America. And the writer here goes on to say that the M. RNA injections that have already gone into the bodies of at least seventy percent of the adults in the U.S. and a smaller percentage of children is the gateway to transhumanism. This was uh, the 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 late Dr. Zev Zelenko, Dr. Robert Malone. They all confirm this development. LeoHoman.com was one of the first sites to blow the whistle on Moderna's former chief medical officer, Tal Zaks, and I'm quoting here from, uh, from uh, Leo Holman, Tal Zaks, who told the world straight up in December 2017 that, quote, we have hacked the software of life, end quote, and that this mRNA gene editing biotechnology would be incorporated into vaccines to treat and prevent all manner of diseases. I'm going to insert something here. My guess is diseases mean the the ability for humans to think for themselves, the ability for humans to vote for who they want to, the ability for humans to regard the Bible as the ultimate authority. End of my insert. Continuing on with the quote, we've seen how well they work, with millions getting sick and tens of thousands dying after getting two or more doses of the COVID injections. Offered up by Moderna and Pfizer. Let me stop there for a second. That's correct. The, the It's now the vaccine that's killing the people, not COVID. Not COVID, and if you got a booster, you're totally screwed. Those are my words. Continuing on with a quote here. With the FDA and the CDC now totally on board, this mRNA technology is being included in scores of other vaccines, including Flu shots. That's a fact. I have seen that confirmed. I don't get a flu shot. I got one once a long time ago. I resented it about five years ago. Maybe there was something in that I didn't like. I don't know why I got it. I just got, well, I don't know. I don't know why I got it. Never got one since. I don't trust them. I certainly don't trust them now. I'm not putting mRNA crapola into my body via a flu vaccine how many more will die do you know that because of covid and and the covid vaccine life expectancy in the united states has actually diminished that's right soon we're going to see the return this writer says of vax mandates this time more ferociously policed and enforced than ever before. Wood goes on to say, quote, Biden pledges not only funding, but an all-of-government transformation to support this anti-human scheme from top to bottom. It also automatically, in this executive order, blocks any agency or any and every department from dissenting and not following the order. End quote. So <coughs> excuse me there. Now on to Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum. And I am going to read from Patriot News Network a little bit, but I'm also going to quote extensively from the article that the World Economic Forum released. And Keep in mind, the World Economic Forum is all the mucky mucks, the Bill Gates and uh, those that that think that the end of the world is coming soon. We have to depopulate the world, which is probably what the mRNA is all about, is reducing the population, which we can all see by virtue of COVID and the COVID vaccine with life expectancy decreasing in the United States because um, it just fits well with the new world order. I don't know. How it fits exactly, I guess it's easier to control fewer people than more people. But, via Slay News, Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum has declared that COVID-19 pandemic-related lockdowns have proven that billions of citizens across the world, and I'm quoting now, would comply with global restrictions on freedoms for the sake of climate change. Now, I don't want to proffer myself here as a prophet. That is not what this is about. But in March or April of 2020, it was something God showed me. I I spoke it on the air for a couple of weeks. It did not come out under any other media for a long time. But I said the whole lockdown, the masking and then moving into lockdowns for alleged COVID-19, which I was suspicious of from the very get-go, and those suspicions were correct, would be the forerunner, would be the template upon which world dominance would be created, all in the name of climate change. If people will throw in the towel, throw in the hat, and just surrender their rights for a pack of lies from a government that people wouldn't follow anything else that they said or do, and why would they? then follow their advice on COVID-19, well, then climate change is a worldwide scare tactic that will follow. I said that several times very early in 2020. It was indeed prophetic. It will be what is used to take virtual control of the world because most people, and sadly, a bunch of Christians will support it. So in the article, the the organization applauded and praised how billions of people complied with COVID restrictions, arguing that they would do the same under the guise of reducing carbon emissions. So in a piece called My Carbon, quote, My Carbon, an approach for inclusive and sustainable cities, end quote. Now keep in mind, inclusive means... Um, we can't give favor to anybody who might have more brains or might be more faithful or more religious we have to include all the numbskulls as well and sustainable is simply is simply a euphemism for zero population growth just drill that into your head that's what sustainable means in most contexts means zero population growth so the purpose here, of the writing was to to adopt, quote, personal carbon allowance programs. However, Schwab's group notes that improvements in tracking and surveillance technology are helping to overcome political resistance against such programs. Now, I'm just going to throw, throw in, this is one of the reasons I tell you to just pay cash for anything and everything that you think might be something that the government would want to track. I have said this ad nauseum for well over a decade, always pay cash for guns and ammo. But I'm going to expand that to include maybe medications. Maybe uh, I'm going to start putting together a list. I don't really have it. I just never thought it'd have to go beyond guns and ammo. But they want to track and know every single thing about you because they're out to reduce and destroy any political resistance to tracking and surveilling people. They want to convince everyone that for the sake of climate change, they need to track and surveil and have people report on neighbors who are using gas-fired lawnmowers or people who are doing whatever that involves um, a combustible engine or anything else that they make up, or anybody who said they're going to drive uh, 2,000 miles across the country to see uh, uh, their their grandma who's dying. Well, you're exceeding. You're exceeding your personal carbon allowance program. They will get turned in. I'll tell you, I, I've said this over and over. I never get to the program where I spend the whole program on it. The only way out of this for this country in the short term is for states to leave the Union. All about 17 states in the heartland, they have all the wheat, have all the soybeans, they have most of the corn, they have most of the oil. Let the west coast and the east coast just suck swamp water. That's where they live anyway, in the swamp, with the exception of Florida. We'll want to make sure we get uh, food and supplies to Florida and those south-belt southern states that will be part of those 17 We just have to find a good way to get it to them. This article, they said here, the article, COVID-19, I hope you're ready for this. COVID-19 was the test of social responsibility. What's that? COVID-19. So if you didn't get the jab, you were socially irresponsible. Ooh, Bad boy, you bad person for thinking on your own how dare you exercise independence how who said you could exercise common sense why are you so privileged in fact you exercising common sense is a microaggression against me go so what's your personal carbon allowance program well, for al gore he said he had his carbon footprint, which of course was using so much electricity at his home in Tennessee, it was equal to twenty two other homes consumption of electric. But Al, who only does the impersonation of a beached whale well, he doesn't do anything else well, he had his carbon footprint. He blew up besides his belly, he blew up his carbon consumption to a point that it established his carbon his personal carbon footprint and he's safe for life just burning electricity like crazy there in Tennessee. So the article continues by commending how, quote, a huge number of unimaginable restrictions for public health were adopted by billions of citizens across the world. For there were numerous examples globally of maintaining social distancing, wearing masks, mass vaccinations, and acceptance of contact tracing Applications for Public Health, which demonstrated the core of individual social responsibility. So listen to that. Social responsibility means, in the eyes of the World Economic Forum, doing everything obediently like just a bunch of good little doobies, everything the government tells you to do. Then the organization goes on to cite how so many people complied to the lockdown mandates. Despite what we now have is overwhelming evidence of the harmful consequences of the restrictions and the vaccines, they still push that crap. The government is a one-trick pony. We're in control. We're going to control your health care, whether you like it or not, and don't you dare think outside of the box. So the conformity is going to be encouraged by way of technology including artificial intelligence, digitization, and smart home devices. If you got Alexa, take that sucker out in the backyard and blow it up with a piece of dynamite. They listen to everything you're saying in your house. No, you know what would be more fun? Take Alexa outdoors and get a sledgehammer and just beat the crap out of that thing. So this scheme is going to provide individual advisories on lower carbon and ethical choices for consumption of products and services. That's what they say. We're going to provide advisories on lower carbon and ethical choices for consumption. Of course, which in about six months will be turned into mandatory orders. The new social norms will also create or to define what a fair share of personal emissions are, what it represents, and determine what acceptable levels of personal emissions are. Well, I gotta tell you, our cows aren't the problems. The hot air comes from democrats. They blow it out all the all the orifices of their body. They're the ones that are heating up the planet with their hot air. So the WEF, the World Economic Forum, recently suggested that the public should switch to eating laboratory grown synthetic meat in an effort to fight climate change. Well, let me ask you, what if you throw up eating synthetic meat? What if it makes you hurl? What if I see two queer guys kissing and I hurl? Is that a hate crime to commit an involuntary action of barfing? I would think not, but they'll call it that. So the organization is also called, I'm going to repeat some of this next week in case some people miss it. It's just too important, a little bit of it. The organization has also called for a ban on private car ownership, arguing that it is wasteful for the public to own their own vehicles. Oh, my goodness sakes. Wasteful for the public to own its own vehicles. This is where we are going. This is why these states need to secede. You may not be able to drive from California to New York, but who wants to go from California to New York or New York to California? But at least maybe you'll be able to go from Wyoming to Kentucky and enjoy the heartland. Yeah, and take your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your husband, or your wife and enjoy date night in the heartland. I'll tell you, it's good. Well, here's how I want to finish. Joe Biden's speech on transhumanism The writer here, I want to quote him, Leo Homan. He says, because of all this, we humans, no, he says, humanity will prevail against these anti-human eugenicist monsters because we have living souls and are created in the image of a holy God with individual free wills. Well, we may not prevail in the sense that we are alive, but we will prevail in resisting their demands and if it ends up that we have a glorious entrance into the kingdom of heaven, we have prevailed. Remember, having done all to stand, you stand. Don't spend 40 years saying you're a Christian, then when the time comes to actually stand up, go into a major meltdown. And Holman goes on to say that because we are living souls and are created in the image of a holy God with individual free wills, We humans are capable of having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and the one and only triune God of the Bible. Those who take the bait of the globalists and submit to the world system will in essence be handing over their humanity in exchange for empty promises of safety and security. They will become transhumans, thus foregoing at some point their ability to connect with God or to enter heaven. I'm going to do something. I'm going to play the whole closing of this program because I think you just need to hear it more than ever. I talk over it. Today, I'm not going to. I'm going to let you hear it in its entirety. Listen to the words. (laughs)
0: at all.